Welcome to a series I'm probably going to call Behind the Report. Um, I've done a series like this, or at least a couple of videos in the past, a while back now, uh, that I think I at least called one of them Behind the Scoop. And I don't like that name, thinking back now. I like whatever name I'm going to give it instead. But it's going to be similar to that, similar format, where I kind of just discuss one of my recent reports. And even though this one, which is obviously, you can see in the title, isn't the juiciest of stories, I just got the itch to do some content, and I felt this is a good place to start. Now, um, just a couple housekeeping things before we get into this, and you can skip ahead um, a couple minutes if you don't want to listen to it, but I decided recently, and I mentioned this on Twitter, you might have seen it there, that I came to the conclusion I enjoy this type of content so much more, the production and, and putting it out there, so much more than streaming. Um, and it's not like I've done a ton of streaming, but I did enough that I decided I really just don't enjoy streaming nearly as much as this style content. And I'm not the kind of person who's always wanting to do content, right? I only do things when I feel compelled to do so. I never force myself to do anything I don't want to do. It's whenever I get the itch, like, hey, I want to do some content, that's when I do it. So that's why you'll see a stream, a string of videos from me, and then you won't see some for a bit because I'm, I'm not feeling it right then. I, I got other things I want to do. And so that will come and go, I'm sure. And I got that itch again to to do this. And we'll see if I just do this video, if I do a, a number of them. I'm not sure. I don't have any plans. But um, I got the itch to do this. So that's why we're here. Also, the Week in the Life of the Esports Journalist, I was actually very happy with how all of those came out. I really enjoyed doing that. Even though I got help for the editing on those, and I would continue to in the future, that is something I'm really enjoy. I've really enjoyed putting out there even though I haven't for a few weeks. And that is in part due to the ongoing lockdown pandemic situation that we're in. Um, my day-to-day -day life is not nearly as interesting as it was. Um, not only for me personally, because I can't leave and go to the gym like I would regularly do and I've done for years and years. Um, there are just other things that have kind of been you know, put on pause. I, I'm sure you can relate wherever you are in the world. But um, my day-to-day -day life, even when it comes to Counter-Strike, is much less interesting because there's just so little going on right now. And anything going on is online. You're, no one's seeing each other in public. And it's just, it has resulted in much, much less going on behind the scenes than you would normally see. Um, everyone, for the most part, other than these online tournaments and some of the things that are going on, um, has kind of put somewhat of of their their life on hold or their profession on hold in a way. So um, I do want to say, though, um, to everyone, I hope you're staying safe and and finding um, things to do and, and ways to keep busy during this time. And um, hopefully, for those who are, who are having a, a tough time for one reason or another, you make it through. And if my content or someone else is a way for you to get through that, um, I would be pleased pleased to know. So please let me know. Uh, how you're hanging in there, and um, we'll get right into the the topic of this video. I do want to say last bit of housekeeping before we get all the way in that um, this obviously isn't the juiciest report that I could make a video about, right? But I, I got the itch when I got the itch, and this is what we're going to roll with. I would assume in the future, if I'm going to do more of these, there will be um, much more interesting topics to discuss, but that that doesn't mean this isn't worth making a video about. So, Let's get into this, uh, what, four minutes in now? Um, so yeah, I, I put a report out. It will be yesterday when you're watching this, I'm assuming, about the Sprout CSGO team 
considering the idea, very strongly considering the idea of replacing Oscar with their opera on, on their lineup. Uh, this is a move that if I had to give you a percentage chance of happening, I would say it's about a 90% chance that this happens. Very, very likely. And as always with my reports, uh, the they are worded very much so on the safe side just because that is a protocol that I took very early on and paid dividends when it comes to just the way the community reacts to roster moves that do or don't happen. And I will just tell you, and you can always assume that if I'm saying something it's probably more likely to happen than what I'm leading on in the wording of my reports. And that's just the way things work, right? Unless I'm absolutely certain, but this is about a 90% chance to happen. And the question that has come up with this and the question that I asked, of course, when I was asking the sources I spoke to was, is this another situation where Oscar's behavior or his, the way he has interacted with his team, has this resulted in him being replaced once again, like I won't say necessarily when he's been replaced in the past, it was all about his behavior, but it definitely was a reason why he had been benched and or replaced on his previous teams, despite being a very, very good player for a large portion of his career. One of the better operas we have seen in CSGO, I wouldn't say consistently, but at times and very, very long streaks of time, he was among the best in the world. Um, and it's unfortunate that we have gotten to this point and he didn't hadn't accomplished more in his career because I do believe he is that good of a player that he could have. And even still at this point in time played at a very, very high level. Someone that I do have a lot of respect for as a player on the server and someone who, um, someone who I even myself have, I wouldn't say come to blows with, but we have had our, I don't even want to call them back and forth on Twitter, but a, a few months back, or I want to say maybe towards the end of 2019, I was asked a question on Twitter about um, why were so many tier one teams who were making changes and looking for operas not even considering Oscar, or why had he sat so long on the market without getting picked up? And I had mentioned on Twitter, and I probably shouldn't have done it, um, not because it wasn't true, but just because it doesn't really... I mean, it gives value, but it doesn't really because it kind of takes away from him and his peers. I had mentioned that he is notoriously behind the scenes, very difficult to work with and can kind of be somewhat of a hot and cold type person and player and teammate to where, you know, some days it's really good with him and then other days it's really bad and you never know what you're going to get. And I can tell you right now that this move itself is not due to that. I do want to say that before I even get into what went on with me and him, him possibly getting replaced from Sprout is not actually because of he's because he's been a difficult teammate or anything like that. I'm not saying he hasn't, but I was specifically told this him being replaced most likely has to do with something more on the business side of the spectrum. And I can't say much more than that without, you know, getting someone in trouble. And that's something, something I never want to do. Um, but it, it pertains more to the business side of things. That's all I can say. And going back to the thing I put out on Twitter, um, however many months ago, one of his teammates, I can't remember who kind of took issue with that and said, I don't know what people are talking about when they say this, because he was a fantastic teammate when I played with him and, and Oscar himself said he'd wondered where people come up with this, but it is very, very well known. I, I don't know what those guys were talking about. Maybe they live in their own worlds and, and it's totally understandable, right? To have that perspective as them, you know, from their point of view, but many, many, many people behind the scenes have said on multiple occasions, he's difficult to work with. And, and you know, it is what it is. 
I'm not, I don't, I don't use that against him. I don't hold that against him. Um, not everyone's going to be easy to work with. That's just an unrealistic expectation. And it has been the case in the past. So it is actually good in my opinion that it's not good that he's being replaced on a roster, but it is good in the, in a sense that it actually isn't for a reason that might have gotten him benched and or replaced in the past. Maybe he's done some, some work on his character or his work on his, his behavior and his approach as, as a teammate. And if so, you know, that, that, that's fantastic. Right. But at the end of the day, it is very likely that he does get replaced and he's going to have to start again, probably from square one when it comes to finding a, a team to play for once again, assuming he still wants to play, of course. Um, coming in for him, most likely, I would say again, a 90% chance of happening is Smuya. Now, Smuya is someone who played with Chaos in Flashpoint until the very end of last month. And he didn't necessarily play into that point, but that's when they released him. Um, during this whole pandemic situation. And I believe he had some visa issues which were affected by that. Um, I don't know if it was a mutual decision or it was a decision on one side or the other that he would just stay home and the team would move on without him. But that was the decision that was made. And they have since moved on from him. And he is now, as I mentioned, a free agent and someone that they definitely want to move towards, um, assuming that Oscar is in fact replaced again, 90% chance of happening. Um, something I do expect to probably get finalized. I don't know, within a week. And this is probably something that I, I think this makes a lot of sense on the surface and behind the scenes, just because, um, Smuya has experience with playing with German players. And I would say that was when he was playing his best, um, at, at, at a, a point in time. And, someone who kind of wants to right some wrongs about the way he behaved as a teammate when he was a member of big and some of the decisions that he could probably change if he could go back in time. Um, This is probably a little bit of redemption to him, even though he isn't necessarily, you know, playing with the same people per se, but this is probably a bit of a redemption opportunity for him. And he also just has experience playing with these type of players. Now, I don't believe he can fully communicate in German, nor do I believe he really could when he was playing uh, on big, but he's experienced this dynamic before. So it kind of does make sense for him to make this move and be able to make it work, right? Um, Their run at ESO One Clone when when somebody was on big is probably their strongest accomplishment, one of their best accomplishments. Uh, I'm not saying that's what this team can accomplish. I really don't think so. I think they would have to make further moves, of course, in a a bunch of different areas to get there. But adding Smuya is absolutely um, a move that makes sense. But from a firepower standpoint, I actually kind of rate Smuya and Oscar similarly when it comes to their firepower on the team. So I don't really expect much more from Sprout as a roster. I can see a way in which maybe the players get along a little better. Um, But they have a long way to go as as a team and a roster. So I don't expect much more from them, but I do expect a renewed Smuya who um, has matured a lot. And I think you will see good things from him once we can get back to playing normally in at international tournaments. And hopefully they can qualify for some so we can see him and how he plays. But this is a move that kind of leaves Oscar, as I mentioned, in, in kind of a no man's land. He has to go back and kind of restart assuming he wants to 
And he did put a tweet out, and actually I'll give you a, a funny anecdote. I was sitting on the story for, I don't want to say, uh, a couple days. I don't want to say I was sitting on it, but I was comfortable enough reporting what I knew, basically what I reported today, but um, I could have reported it a few days earlier, but I wanted to reach out to some other people to see what they had heard as well, to maybe get more context or just more additional confirmation. That's always good to do if you can. And I was holding on to this story till probably Monday was my idea. And it's, it's Saturday um, when I reported it. But he put out a tweet actually that said, looking for uh, a tier one team or need a tier one team, something like that. And Oscar's kind of always trolled like that. But um, I knew what he was saying, the reason he was saying that. And I was like, okay, we got, <laughs> I got to put this out because um, things are quickly getting to a boiling point. Um, when it comes to, uh, others finding out possibly this move taking place. So that's just kind of one of the things you work with as someone who is, is reporting on information like this, you have to keep in mind, okay, who else might be privy to this information? And, uh, you know, am I going to lose a story, which is technically my job at this point in time by waiting. And I was kind of left with no option, but to move forward with it. So that's how things worked out. And again, I want to reiterate, and I've said this before multiple times, and I hope you've heard me say it before, but if you haven't, doing this kind of work is actually not special. It's not some crazy, amazing thing that I'm able to get roster move information. It doesn't take a ton of work at all. It is the investigative work, the um, story I did recently about Yompi filing a lawsuit against Valve, um, match-fixing stories, stories about, you know, people getting screwed over in esports those are the those are the re, the reports that really take work and that are difficult and that take hours days weeks months to of work to get to a position where you might be able to publish it and sometimes you don't even get to that is the stuff that takes a lot of work this kind of stuff it doesn't that's why i feel it deserves this extra content to go with it in certain periods and that's uh, kind of something i've i've thought more and more about recently that they, this deserves more context, more discussion, um, because it's not special really on its own. It really isn't like, yes, it's good info for the public. The public should know this information because it is valuable to not only the public, but also to people behind the scenes. They now know Oscar's available before I published this. No one knew right now. Oscar has a chance to get ahead of the game. And before he's replaced, he might have some offers sitting on his lap. Now that I've reported this, um, that is the value of a roster move um, in one way or another, right? Even though it's not finalized, of course. But don't let anyone, including myself, somehow subconsciously trick you into thinking that I'm special because I have this information, because I'm not. Um, and that's what I'll leave you with. Behind the report, Oscar most likely getting replaced in Sprout, possibly by Smuya. We'll see, and we'll see if it's um, published at some point in time. Thank you for watching.